Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. Dobrodojdovte vo Makedonska razglednica. My name is David Belidis. Ja sum Dragis Pasovski. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by Izvor Music. You can look at our website at izvormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com. Today's postcard is from Bitola. And the song is Ach Minav Gora. song to be from Bitola because it was first sang and recorded by Blagavidets, who originates from the city of Bitola. The song is strictly an urban song, and you can tell by the sound of it, by the interpretation, by the lyrics, and it's a nice, fine city tune. It's a table song. It's not a danceable dancing song, it's just a table song for one of those uh, festivities being performed. Draghi, can you, while we're at, at this point, can you describe the function of a table song again for our listeners? Yeah, that's a good question. A table song. Very often there's some party gatherings, like a christening party, like an engagement party, even for the weddings, like uh, house saint guardian parties, when people get together, they sit mostly around a few connected uh, to each other tables, and they're being served food, drinks, little meze, and they're talking, and all of a sudden somebody starts singing. Most of the time it's a slow song, a ballad or similar or 
a love song, like this one is a love song, it's not a ballad, and people just are listening to whatever the song is or admire the singer's interpretation. And very often there is a song being sang which is connected to the event, like if that's a saint, how Saint Guardian, Guardian uh, event, they would think and sing a song which says something mentions the household, the head of the house, blessing for the house, for the people in the house, like Domatine Dobre Gostiti Doidoa. It's one of those. It's not exactly a table song, but it's one of the songs which can be performed at these kind of gatherings to initiate the celebration connected with the saint, with like in this particular song, Domakine Dobre Gostiti Doidoa. There is a newborn in the house. There is a new lamb in the in the household, something of that sort, or very often uh, there's going to be the same guardian mentioned in the song. There is a song, Zapemi Vnuce Zapemi. is addressing his nephew to start to initiate the singing at one of these kind of events and celebration and then the nephew answers I cannot because you know I have a big worry I have a big burden that I carry on my back and that is I have to build a church and it has to be finished by I think in the song it says before Christmas or something like that and the uncle says, don't you worry about that. And actually the nephew is being worried because does not have enough of sufficient funds, you know, to build a, such a, a big, you know, mm-hmm. uh, project. And the uncle says, conference him, do not worry about that. You just start singing, uncle will find everything for you so you can finish your vow. He was actually vowed to build mm-hmm. the, the church before a certain holiday. So that's an example of another kind of table song. Yeah, yeah. And very often, if that's, let's say, that's an engagement party, they will sing songs, love songs, low songs, connected to a great love, uh, somebody, you know, promising eternal love and devotion to the other party in, in the matrimony or the engagement party, like, you know, girl is vowing that she's going to be always, you know, with him, stays with him, or mm-hmm. the guy does 
the same thing to her. So that kind of songs, just, you know, to make a connection of the song with the festivity. Now, this particular song, Minabgora, doesn't have uh, a festivity associated with it. No, not exactly, but it can be performed at, let's say, an engagement party. Oh, it could. Yes, like a wedding party. It's very, uh, very often uh, while the, lun- the lunch is being served, there's no music going on, there's no dancing, there's a table song uh, while waiting for the uh, lunch, the food to be served. Somebody will start initiate, you know, the singing a song of these table songs, and very often someone from one end of the long row of tables will start a song, sing a verse, and they will stop. At the other end of the song, another group will sing the same verse, repeat the same verse, and it's that competition because there is no music to give this group a little bit of break. Uh-huh and take a breath so they can start the second verse. And very often, actually, it's a competition going on. Which group will, you know, sing the song better? Hmm. So, But this one it can be performed at any of this kind, engagement, celebrations, weddings, because it's connected with love, a tender love. A girl is going through a forest, woods, and listens to a song of a bird, and she's begging the bird not to sing too loud, not to wake up her beloved one who came the night before from, doesn't say exactly where, but came from being away from the road. And she just explains that he did not sleep whole night because there was, you know, a night of, it was a night of caressing and in the dawn he went to sleep. So that's a love song. So she doesn't want the bird to wake up her, exactly. her lover, basically. Yeah, do not sing, you know. Do not wake up my beloved one. Okay. So where did you first hear this song? The first time I heard the song, it was Blagavida singing the song. And as usually on the radio. I never met Blaga. I saw Blaga once or a couple of times uh, on a stage singing. And she danced with Tanitz for just a little bit, not for a long time. The same as Vasky Lieva and Vanya Lazarova. They also sang and, and danced. They were not <laughs> much of dancers, but in the suites they had to dance and sing. So did Blaga. And I think way back, way back, I mentioned that in the 50s, uh, for the uh, May Day celebrations, a whole week there was going every night whole week in a row, public performances of all these uh, folk dancing associations right, and groups. Right, right. Yeah, concerts. And at the very end, at the very last night of that whole week of celebrations, uh, was devoted to Tanitz and the radio orchestra, a radio Skopje singers. So I remember Blagavida singing and dancing on the stage. But you never met her? Never personally met her, never talked to her. Was this the song that she was known for, or were there other songs that became popular as well? No, she had a lot of songs uh, recorded, solo and with Vaska Ilieva, because they really had some successful recordings from way back, way back. And also, uh, Blagavidec's brother, Blagoj Petrov Karadjule, who actually is the person in the song Jalna Maika, 
You know this song. Yeah. <laughs> That's a song uh, about Blago Petrov Kahadjule, Blaga's brother, who was killed in the big oh. Skopje earthquake in oh 1963. My. And as I said, Vaska, Blaga, and Kahadjule, they did have solo recordings, solo performances. The three of them were part of Tanets, and that was the time when they did the most productive singing and recording as soloist and duet and trio. <laughs> Blaga did record on her own. Vaska Lieva, of course, was recorded mm-hmm. on her own, and so was uh, Blago Petro Karadjula. Tanit, she became uh, an opera singer. 
Oh, really? Yeah, and so was her uh, brother, Blagoje Petrovka. Uh, he was. They both, at the beginning, uh, left Tanitz and were members of the choir of the Skopje Opera, Macedonian Opera. Later on, she educated herself. She went to Zagreb and ended up with uh, the Opera of Sarajevo which is Bosnia and Herzegovina at that time. And that's where she actually spent all her life. Up in Bosnia? Yes, in Sarajevo. No, in Sarajevo. Yeah, yeah. in Sarajevo. So once she went up there, she never moved back to uh, Skopje? No. Or rather, Bitola? No, no, no. She actually, no. She was born in Bitola, but she moved to Skopje and she lived in Skopje after she had education in Bitola, kind of middle, um, high school mm-hmm. and so forth. And she stayed in Skopje. She worked for Tanitz, and then she worked for the opera choir in Skopje. And then she went to Zagreb. And never returned. Never returned oh, back wow. to Skopje. She did. She, she was coming uh, regularly, you know, for recording sessions. Oh, for so Radio she still Skopje. came back and, and sang for Radio Skopje. Yes, she did. Folk stuff or opera? Uh, folk stuff. No, uh, folk stuff. She did try also uh, rock singing. No kidding. Yeah. was kind of successful, not successful. She was just another rock singer. The critiques that I've heard and people talking about Blaga on um, several occasions, luckily, fortunately, I had a neighbor who was one of those uh, rock composers, Dimitar Masevsky, and on a few occasions uh, we have talked about different singers that he knew and I knew. And he said that she was, Blagovic was one of the easiest singers to work with. She was picking up the tunes just like that. Mm-hmm. She was professional. She was professional, yeah. but she had a fantastic sense of hearing, learning by hearing. Mm-hmm. The way he put it, it was enough only one time to hear the melody played by the band, and there she goes. Okay. The recording sessions, he said, went as smooth as never with nobody else at that time. And the recordings she has with Vasca, they have also city, urban song recordings. They also have traditional Isverni recordings. As a duet. Duet, uh-huh. yes. Like, uh, now you know Kirko, now you know, very successful. So she sang with Vaska and Aideret? That was her singing? Yes, Aideret Seredat, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, she, always was, uh, she always did the droning, not leading, because Vaska was 
At that time, when Vesca was young, she was irreplaceable. But Blaga was a fantastic drone. the camps that I've done my teaching, there was a lady who was droning. Her voice, the sound of her voice and the, the color of the voice always reminded me of Blaga's droning. Huh. Yeah, and I, I really liked Blaga, the way she sang the traditional songs. Not that I didn't like the urban ones, the solo ones, like Doidi Minatso, Doidi Minatso. People recorded Mina Gora too, but the one that I like the most is hers recording. Maybe, I don't know, maybe because that was the first time I heard the song and I had the first impression mm -hmm. of a successful recording. Vidanka Georgievska later on did record this song and Vanya Lazarova did some kind of a... Fusion? Yeah, fusion. Fusion of a rock and folk style. It's a different type of recording and performance, but... As I said, I still choose Mina Vgora recording with Plagavidets.
You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards brought to you by EzvorMusic.com. Слушавте македонска разгледница, представено от EzvorMusic.com. We're your hosts, David Belidis и Драги Спасовски. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Благодарим, че бяхте с нас и до слушания.